0: Today. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 20 Minutes at the Bar podcast. I am not Otis. Yeah. Yeah. But this is my best Otis impression because that's about all I got. But, ladies and gentlemen, all ahead. It's all ahead.
1: It's like
0: he's here. We have just finished pump Quiz at House of Pendragon. Yeah. Also, Otis. And we are about to record our podcast, which nobody at this table, except for me, knows what the topic is. sure
2: it's one we can all pull out of our ass. <laughs> it yeah. is. We're it is. I made sure you that. can pull it out
0: of your ass, but I made sure this is going to cause some, some, some waves. So tonight's topic at 20 Minutes at the Bar is favorite book. We have not done this. I thought about oh. it. We have not actually oh. done this.
3: That's not Oh, okay.
0: We have not actually done a favorite book. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I see, yeah, Most I of us one. can get this one right away, right?
4: Yeah, I got it. All right. So, they, they, it's going to take them a while. Katie thought about it, so Katie gets to go
0: first. Katie, we have 20 minutes at the bar. Starts. Bam.
4: My favorite book in the whole wide world, uh, and the author can suck a dick, uh, but it's... Bible. <laughs> but it's, uh, so, so man
2: can <laughs> suck a dick there was a lot of men writing that
4: Harry Potter <laughs> yes. 4 The Goblet of Fire uh, that is my favorite book of all time the way that she transitioned uh, from them being little kids into them becoming more adults in that book and the reveal of Voldemort and all of the tasks that had to go into that book the complexity of that book That made it my fucking favorite book of the entire series. Um, Seven is like teetering like right underneath. Mm -hmm. There was a big chunk of Seven where they just like wander around in the forest and it was it was (laughs) was not but four flowed really well from start to finish. There was always something going on and you were following multiple different things happening at the same time like you were following Voldemort's story in the muggle world and also Harry Potter's story (laughs) in the wizard (laughs) world until they came together at the end and it was fucking great and I loved it. That's why it's my favorite book of all time, but J.K. Rowling can suck a bag of dicks. (laughs) Paparito! Well, I hope you're
5: ready to be depressed. (laughs) I don't read fiction. Sounds right. Okay. I read depressing nonfiction.
0: Yep. How depressing is it?
5: Well, in 600 years, when the aliens visit us from Enceladus or Europa or wherever they come from, and they look at the collapse of our civil- civilization, which will happen within 100 years probably, I'm they, giving will, it 50. Oh, they wow, will likely at least find some sort of manuscript of Elizabeth Colbert's The Sixth Extinction, and they will say this woman knew what she was talking about, and she <laughs> documented it,
0: and... But yeah. the record show, Wes is just shaking his head. It is my <laughs> favorite book. It is... The it's down the road Not across yeah, the
5: street yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: really? You can There's watch Rome burn
5: podcast. Or you can at least Document it Metatarsal
2: <laughs> This meditarsal. is not an Advice podcast Stop it
5: <laughs> That's all I got we
0: have not here to entertain we ha- you we are, we are not now Nor have we ever been Nor will we ever be An advice podcast Don't listen to us For that shit uh, Goddamn. Though
6: no, no we do say Wash your ass
0: Wash your ass Do that no, yeah. But,
5: yeah. but we are fucked And everything's going extinct Including us Not in the front
0: room I'll help
3: you. Wow Right, Wesley didn't uh, follow that yeah, shit, man. Can you uplift us after that? Yeah, <laughs> fix no. that shit. Not not More really, but um, <laughs> my my favorite. It is a work of fiction, um, and that would be the.
0: Cyberpunk science fiction <laughs> novel
3: *Neuromancer* by one William Gibson. Book
0: one of the Sprawl the trilogy. trilogy.
3: Exactly. Um, one of my favorite opening lines: "The sky of Chiva City was a set to the uh, was a, was of a television set, set, to, to, set to a dead channel." To
0: a dead channel. Yep. Yeah. Um uh,
3: Amazing story. Kind of set the groundwork. Spawned what,
0: the entire cyberpunk movement. Absolutely. Um,
3: I have heard stories that. There were, there were talks about turning it into a movie and Gibson being pissed that really Scott will never do it. Blade Runner because yeah. it kind of
0: stole the thunder. Gibson uh, Gibson will never allow the Neuromancer, Neuromancer or the Sprawl Trilogy to be made into the work of beauty that it should be. You couldn't. Absolutely. You could, you, could, you could absolutely make Neuromancer and the Sprawl Trilogy into a wonderful film series. It just never happened because Gibson will allow it. I mean, between...
3: Blade Runner and The Matrix, you kind of had that entire world already taken care of. Anyway, fantastic, check it out if you get a chance. Jeff's absolutely right. Sprawl Trilogy is absolutely amazing. Neuromancer,
0: Mona Lisa Overdrive, and... Help me. Oh my god, I can't think of the third one!
6: Count Zero. Third one, okay.
0: Recording, probably? Yeah.
6: Yes, right now. So I flipped the laptop. It's going to be a weird sound (laughs) (laughs) feature. There's a weird thing in there. So, uh, if you know me, uh, you know I love Stephen King. He's one of my favorite authors of all time. Yes, you do. So, I went with a Stephen King book because I don't have just one Stephen King book. Dark Tower. Yes. It's going to be a Dark Tower book, but I had to pick one out of all of them. So, I'm going to go with The Drawing of the Three. That's the second book. Um, there are cool parts in the other ones, but drawing of the three, that's where you get to meet Eddie, and Susanna, Odetta, and Jake, and everybody pops up. It's a really cool story, and Roland's not the hard badass that he is, because he's just poisoned the whole time, and it's him trying to survive, and him eating tuna fish for the first time. It's awesome. So, Dark Tower, the book, the book is great. The movie is not bad. It's weird, but I love it. So, Dark Tower. GF. So, as I picked this,
0: I had to of course go with A Hole in the Ground There Lived a Hobbit. Fellowship of the I'm Ring is surprised. Fellowship of the Ring is still one of my favorite novels of all goddamn time. Uh, it, it's just it's it's such the perfect blend of adventure and cooking and all things. Uh, but of course as Bobby tries to do the soundtrack. <laughs> which we do not own the rights to. And Bobby's rendition is probably okay. shitty enough that we won't get sued. <laughs> I didn't hit the high notes. <laughs> no one's gonna hit those high notes. I can hit them. Say, Katie, and yeah. maybe yeah. Emma, yeah. maybe Emma.
2: Emma is like. I legendary. looked over I'm
0: like, wait a minute. <laughs> 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 Never <laughs> mind. I looked over and I reconsidered my statement. But no, the Hobbit is. Uh,
3: well, I'm sorry. The Fellowship
0: of the Ring is one of the like the entire Hobbit quadrology is is one of the greatest uh, works of anything ever. But that's just my opinion.
2: It's a trilogy and a friend.
0: It started with the Hobbit. I go yeah, quadrology it's, it's a Anyway, sir Hobbits do not come
1: yeah. with forebears. They should. He didn't intend it to be.
0: He never intended to go beyond the Hobbit. Yeah. I
2: know. So, dear listener, if you know me, as which you know should know Otis, Otis, us all by now,
0: because my favorite my story the fuck are you still listening to us?
2: and sometimes with It's Peter Pan. But if I had to go with something that I've read recently. Um, like getting into the library i've read like a lot of young adult fiction um and i'm gonna go with cinder by marissa meyer and it's a kind of i guess cyberpunk like it's a cyborg telling of the cinderella story where she doesn't have like a shoe she leaves behind she has like a robotic foot so
6: and she's like a robot
2: mechanic and it's amazing and then it's it spawned into four other books plus a bunch of little side stories Um, And I it was one of the probably first like YA series that I read when I got into the library that was like This is captivating. Like I love it. Like it's not just fluff like a lot. I mean, I get it I read a lot of YA. It's a lot of fluff. I get it (laughs) It's meant to be Um, but this one wasn't as much fluff. There was still some substance to it Um, And so I I like recommending it to people that are ready for something a little bit more than just your normal YA the sound Go ahead. It
5: was really okay, so, for And here's our friend
2: Emma from the Simpsons podcast. Yeah. And yes. the Spooky Movie Squad. Yes. From
0: Spooky Movie Squad. And
2: occasionally 20 minutes. Yep. Um, yes. So all of my stories have been kind of called. You're welcome. Because the entirety of the Harry Potter franchise I would throw down for. It. They do have moments where I'm like not needed. Uh, the entirety of... Yes. All of the Hobbit,
0: the Lord of the, the Rings, of the Rings, yeah. Big
5: fan of Extinctions, too, huh?
2: <laughs> well, no, I have not ventured down that road yet. It's okay. You don't need to. Depressing. But, uh, Someday. We'll have a book
5: club. I God, to totally doing extinction. 20 minutes to the bar book club, <laughs> <our> book club <laughs> is going to be depressing as <laughs> fuck.
2: <about. laughs> Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> oh, I would throw down for... And zombies. I Anzobis. just... And zombies. i you just had and zombies? No, I'm... A huge love story fan, and it's really kind of detrimental to my mental my stability, but that's fine. But no, Pride and Prejudice is just there's something about the story and the underlying story and everything that it stands for that makes my heart hurt in way. Yeah, let, let the record show that the English major went when she yeah. said that. So it's hard yeah. saying, just saying, it's hard to read, but I love
1: it. Well, as long as that. if no. you don't
4: want to read that go check out the episode of Real Lit where we talk about it yeah. <laughs> or read
1: cheap Pride Existence and Zombies which yeah. is
2: basically the same story but yeah. then she kills and some and zombies not so zombies.
0: cheap plugs yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah.
2: That. that one I'll read, the way, other one no way there's way no right zombies, out. there's no killing I'm, I'm, I'm out boring, boring. boring.
1: boring. boring AM. Uh, well mine of course I'm probably going to butcher the actual language of the his made up language but it's even though it's not the first in the series, it's the first I read, and it's the first three adventures from Stephen Brust in his book about Vlad Talos, which is the book of... Hagrid. Hey, I always put Hagar, but or Jerry. Yeah. Or Jared <laughs>
2: There's like an H, but no one knows what to do with. it. Yeah, yeah, no one wants
1: to do it. When you put an H in there for an English speaker, it just gets weird. Yeah. Um. But it's one of my favorite because it introduced me to this fantasy world that was interesting. He he, he really the regardless of the pretentiousness that Stephen Press sometimes has. He does introduce a great story as a young kid that was just super cool. I wasn't seeing it even with the dragon lance and all that. And it's three stories in one. So it was a big book for very cheap that a, that a kid, like a teenager, could get and read. And it was just wonderful. And I just enjoyed every minute of it. I highly suggest it if you're a fan of science
3: fiction fantasy.
1: Back to you,
4: Please. So, um... I have a childlike innocence about me, if you will, uh, when it comes to books. <laughs> when it comes to books, because all I read is fucking shit for little kids and YA. Really. Um, so, my second, so my second favorite um, of all time, and it's not just one book. It's the entire series, because there's only three books. Um, but it is Rick Riordan's The Magnus Chase series. Uh, this is Rick Riordan's Take on Norse mythology, and it is fucking great. Like, let's teach kids about Norse mythology in a way that is understandable and relatable because it takes place in present day and it's all this crazy shit happening. It is fucking great. There's a child of Loki who is uh, non-binary. Like, it's fantastic. It's so good. There's like a love, non-binary love story happening with the main character. It is fantastic. I love it. Bobby, get yeah, us some well, more depressing let's, uh, let's get depressed
0: again. Oh, this Shit. Isn't,
5: I mean, I don't read fiction, again. Um, <laughs> but this isn't, I mean, I could have picked any number of depressing books, but I chose not to pick those. <laughs> if you want to learn world history, though, the former, well, here's, here's Jeff. Look. The
0: historian just stared at him yeah. real yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah Jeff He may or may not be
2: a rector right now. <laughs>
0: The uh, former, I think it
5: was <laughs> managing editor of The e- Economist, Tom Standage, wrote a book. Oh, God. History of the I'm World in Six gla- gla- Glasses. Uh, six glasses, right? yeah. Six Coffee, classes. tea, spirits. Yeah. Cola. Coffee, tea,
0: spirits, cola, beer, beer. Water. I think it's water. Water's the other one.
5: Yeah, and like. I that's own, actually I like own a several pretty, copies of that, That's a pretty interesting paradigm for learning history because it's.
3: It's a very good book. It's Look, a no. much more interesting I will way agree
5: to with Bobby that history. A, it's like, a very good You know learn about sugar trade. You learn about sugar trade. About uh, Britain, you know, just destroying everything, and how oh, Britain fucked the world with tea. Yeah, so you know, fantastic read. Probably better than all this fiction shit. Like you could, <laughs> you could lose yourself in these imaginary worlds, or you could immerse yourself in the real one.
4: <laughs> just be sad. I'm fucking sad enough in the real world as it is. I'm oh man, any more extra? shit. No,
0: standing history of the world in six classes is a fantastic Being a goddamn a wonderful life.
4: <laughs> Sounds fucking
3: horrible. No, Wes, <laughs> Wesleyan. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna veer something not it's kind of in between fiction and nonfiction, and that is Robert Peersig's Zen and the Art of Motorcycle oh, Maintenance. Good, good. One of the
0: favorite books of the late great professor Neil Fantastic. Um fantastic Neil
3: um book. Huh? If you're interested Neil in Pert. philosophy <laughs> at all. <Pert>. Um, <laughs> well, Alright, let's let Jeff and Bobby Ew. get their dick chilling contest out of the way. Neil and we're done. Okay. <laughs> anyway awesome book if you're interested in philosophy at all, especially in the in the attempt to reconcile Eastern and Western philosophy. It's fantastic. And there is a lot of stuff about motorcycles and mental health and all kinds of stuff. So it's a it's a great book. Highly recommended. And especially if you're interested in any kind of growth, self-discovery sort of
6: angle, it's totally worth reading. Otis. So um, going through college, my big brother in Kappa Kappa Psi. What up, Jack? He gave me a book. And the title made me feel weird because it's, it felt like I was a loser when he gave it to me. But it's a Dale Carnegie book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, I read this all the time. There's highlighted spots and dog-eared pages. It, it just teaches you the best way to talk to people. And it's way different types of people just how to work through life and not be confrontational because there's different ways to work with people. Um, I read that book. I love that book because I deal with so many different people in my life yeah, and it's it, it helps me understand that they're not pieces of shit because they want to be, it's just that's how they operate. Like my, my boy Terrell, love him to death, but he if you didn't really like Terrell, he was a piece of shit, you know what I mean? So like I deal with a lot of people that are annoying, very annoying people, but I love them because I respect and I understand how they're operating. I deal with a lot of crazy people in my life, that's why I have all these crazy stories. It's but uh, this book is absolutely amazing. Just if you're that kind of person. It's one of my favorites. So I need, need to get another copy because the copy I have is all busted up and stuff. But How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. Check it out. It's, it's a bestseller for forever. Yeah. GL. Yeah. So... Mm.
0: I'm gonna go to one. Of, I will. I will imagine uh, as I've like the last three books. I've been like, yes, I've read these, and they're amazing. Uh, I'm gonna go with a book. I'm gonna guess that no one else at this table has read, and there's a book by uh, British author Christopher Wooding, uh, and that it's kind go of a. In. It's both a steampunk and sci-fi series. It's, it's steampunk elements, but into a sci-fi kind of world, and it's called Retribution Falls, and it is the first of a, I believe it's four books, if I'm uh, not mistaken. It's kind of this beautiful weird pirate steampunk world but it's you know it's kind of firefly-y in that the pirate guy has a heart of gold and he wants to do he's just trying to do his thing and then he gets caught up in this whole big thing and etc etc but yeah if you haven't read this uh uh, retribution falls by chris wooding there's about three books that follow it it's fucking amazing but yes, it. Uh, I would. I would highly recommend it. Um, then there's there are, uh, like three other books that follow, and I do not remember the, the titles of them at the moment. I know one is Ace of Skulls. But yes. But uh, read it. It's fantastic. Do it, Sarah. <laughs> oh, <it's the> same <laughs> wrong thing. There's no lemmy. <laughs> no lemmy. <labby>. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah. Like no, I like the musical rendition. That was the musical interlude brought to you by
2: Bobby. Um, okay, hey, so and Katie,
0: okay, yeah. I was um, Bobby and Katie, uh, no, does not say ring to it.
2: No. I'm going to go with one of my favorite uh, comic books that I have recently started collecting like individual volumes and things um, and that is Monstrous by Marjorie Liu. Liu I'm not sure how to say her name. Um, but the illustrations are by Tana uh, Siketa and she, it's just the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen just like incredible detail, with some really wonderful coloring going on, um, and then the the fantasy world that they're creating is just really rich and there's a lot of characters. It's kind of like a like a big old epic. There's just tons of people to keep track of, but it's a little bit easier in a comic book form because they're like they all look different, so you can kind of keep track of them. Um, but it's just a really nice story and a nice world that they've built up over like. I don't know, like six years at this point, so, yeah, try try Monstrous. Roxy. Hey,
3: Emma,
2: The His Dark Materials <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Northern Lights, Golden uh, and the Amber Spyglass. I mean, we're best friends, but I, like, disagree with all your books. I'm so sorry. That's all good. <laughs> all. It's all right. I can't so, pick books, and if i got to start naming them, I'm just picking the first
0: ones that come to my mind.
2: Yeah. So, it's possible I cannot I
0: narrow down my the favorite The show ones. is it's great. Yeah, there. books, uh, man. Uh, one of my uh, favorites, uh, more I think recent than
1: uh, uh, it could uh, could I it's a, by Peter V. Brett. And I'm it's the tough, Painted two Man, if you're from the European area, or the Warden Man, if you're in America. And it's just a wonderful telling. Uh, basically it's like the crusades of Europe versus the Middle East but in a more fanciful version of it where society has come behind walls that are warded against demons and they have two different approaches to it. And how he incorporates everything is really cool. I enjoy it. It's good writing. Um, and it's just, the first one is just amazing. It's good.
4: Speed okay. round. Uh, I'm gonna I'm go with prepared. one of the last books I read. Uh, that would be The Alice Network by Kate Quinn. is a really cool, uh, semi-fictional account, like story, based on true events of the female spy network in Europe during World War II. It's fucking cool.
3: Nice.
5: I wanted to be a smart ass and say crate Maker Manual. Um, You haven't written it yet, so I'm done. Yep.
3: (laughs) Uh, Sticking with with, uh, Cyberpunk, I'm going to go with Neil Stephenson's Snow Crash. Absolutely amazing.
6: Great
2: makeup! That was 30 seconds ago, man. I missed
6: it. Batman, The Long Halloween. Uh, its They've just made a movie out of it. It's not one of my favorite uh, issues. It's really, 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 really good. It's young Batman, so he's stupid. And he gets tricked a lot. He's <laughs> he not is like, really dumb. You know, yeah. he's, he's, he's not the Deus Ex Machina of him. So Yeah, he yeah. Real he, he, he's real dumb. He's real dumb. But no, it's great. Because
0: it's my birthday, I'm going to go with two, well, my unbirthday. because uh, I'm going to go with Larry Niven, Ringworld, another fantastic. classic uh, sci fi oh.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, the late, great Neil Peart's Ghost Rider. Uh, Which is a biographical account of his actual losing of his wife and daughter within (laughs) a year. We're going to do this again. This is a lightning round. Stop it.
2: Um, Another comic book series, like, again, going off of what I've been collecting recently. um, And it's called Canto. And it brings in, like, a lot of childhood things like Labyrinth and Wizard of Oz. And it's awesome. I guess the food There's part like is too tra- No, I'm okay with that one. Good job. I literally <laughs> uh, one, of my, one of
1: my favorite Dragonlance, uh, the Doom Brigade King's uh, Regiment, just a wonderful thing for the Chaos Wars.
0: Introduces the Draconians.
4: Yeah. Last call! <laughs>
0: well, you heard it sort of probably from far away Otis but that's last call that was the bartender stop (laughs) lying bartender Otis (laughs) (laughs) how did nobody say ready player one I I'll explain why later Uh, so as always thank you for listening we love you all you can always contact us at our gmail at Uh, I don't know Alentown I'm not prepared
2: you.
4: presents at Gmail. No, it has to be Otis, it's gotta be you. Oh, okay. Town presents
2: ad. at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at. Twenty Minutes at the Bar. We have a we
3: Twitter have a, ad. We have a wrap. Twitter ad. I forgot the I Twitter I know that part. Alan <laughs> <Kennton's> <laughs> But There's
0: another one. <laughs> <laughs> Professionalism is I know. just well, we really My owner's impression crazy. sucks, all right? Hey, as always, guys, we thank more. you for listening. Come back for another random-ass topic next week. And as always, see you soon, Space Cowboy. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.